The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. The Sportscast, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, and Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker. Alexa, play Sportscast. That's all you need to say. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And, and if you do, please leave a rating and a review. Also on Spotify. Also listen to us on online digital radio. And you can also listen to us or actually go to the sportscast.net for the latest. We have Isaac Kaplan talking about his top five quarterbacks for 2022. Aaron Rodgers is number one. You can read the rest a little bit later on the website. And also you can download our app, The Sportscast. We break some stories there. And if you're a notification person like Joe Toscano, download the app. Anyways, join us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Amanda, that that does not miss the Super Bowl unless it's being hosted in London. Joe Toscano, welcome back to The Sportscast. Thanks for having me. Happy Valentine's Day. I love football, and now it's going to be gone, so I'm going to be heartbroken. I guess I'll, yes. I have to, uh, we have to wait for the USFL or something like that, or XFL. Which is in April. No, oh, well, oh, April! US, USFL starts in April. XFL starts until next year. <sighs> you, you teased us, Rock. <laughs> now, will Pittsburgh be involved with, with any of these two leagues? There is a Pittsburgh team in the USFL. Um, it's the Pittsburgh Maulers. There actually, there actually was a Pittsburgh Maulers in 1984. They only played one season, uh, but yes, there will be a USFL team. But I believe they'll start their their first year. Um, they'll all play in Alabama or something like that, and then maybe next year they'll play somewhere else. They'll play in you the see, actual cities. If you remember the Alliance League, which was about two years ago, they focus on the southeast region, or it was. Uh, the southern region from like Phoenix to Birmingham. I like that strategy. Uh, why? Uh, because I believe uh, professional football doesn't do well in, in that region. And also, you can focus on that region itself rather than traveling from like uh, Buffalo to Seattle. Yeah, um, I, I think. I think. Uh, yeah, but I think football is very. Football is popular everywhere. But. I think it's important to have a league like Alliance or USFL or XFL or any of these little little leagues. I think they're important because you need a minor league. You need a place where players can can show that they can play. We've seen even even in the, these tiny little leagues or whatever, we've seen success stories from them that have gone on to the NFL. So if if I was the NFL, I would create a minor league, but they're not. So I, I really wish some of these minor leagues would, would thrive and, and play for a lot of years and be successful. I agree. And going back to the Lions, a lot of players, I bet about 20 to 30 players came from that league and went to the NFL. Not not saying they're starting quarterbacks or anything, but they're, they're like, you know, backups or going to the practice squad. I think it's good to see players uh, being not developed, I guess a strong word. But just see, hey, you didn't make the NFL, but we'll give you another chance and see where you're at. I mean, hey, exactly. you can see some great, you know, great uh, 
uh, players, a lot of uh, uh, skills that, you know, hey, they needed to develop. There's only about, what, uh, 32 teams in the NFL, very, very tight uh, roster uh, 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 amount. So I I totally agree. The CFL, to be honest, is considered the second division, but I don't see, like, hardly any players coming from there. You don't, yeah, you hardly any, you hardly see anything from the CFL. Uh, not sure why, not, not sure what's going on there. Um, and the CFL has been around forever, but yeah, I'm not sure, not sure what happened there, but I think, I definitely think there should be a minor league in the, yeah. in the, in, uh, in, in America. And I think it would benefit everybody. I would think a good partnership, well, not a good partnership, but a partnership with the NFL might help out. I know the Alliance did it about two years ago with the NFL. Do you think NFL shouldn't be involved, or just keep it separate? It would make so much sense. It would make so much sense for a um, for an NFL team to have a minor league affiliate, uh, because I mean, you know, you have your starters, you have your your players to play, but a lot of them don't. Get them get them some experience. Get them get them some action. I I, I don't know. It, it it makes a lot of sense, but for some reason they won't. Exactly. Oh, also another story I want to uh, bring you up. London is going to bid for the 2026 Super Bowl. What are your thoughts about that? Sure. Why not? I mean, really? Yeah. Why not? Um, yeah, hey, it's not like I'm going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. I mean, True. tickets are like, you know, you know, five, six, ten thousand dollars a piece or whatever. So, um, Hey, whatever. I mean, it would, I, I think they really want to expand into Europe. I really think in the future, I think there are going to be European teams permanently there. So this is just another step toward that. Uh, yeah, expand it. Yeah, it's, it's very popular. It, I think it would be a big hit. And 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 now talking about second division leagues, NFL Europe, which was which uh, which was back in the late '90s, uh, early 2000s, was that second division league that NFL sponsored. And we saw a man named Kurt Warner that jumped from the NFL Europe to the NFL and won a Super Bowl with the St. Louis Rams at the time. Kurt Warner, um, by the way, that movie about him is actually very good and it's 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 actually pretty um, uh, realistic and, and and factually correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was in he was NFL Europe. He was in the Arena League. He would have never played in the NFL if it wasn't for those things, if he didn't have that, if he didn't get to show what he could do. So that's a perfect example. And this is a Hall of Famer. This is a guy that made the Hall of Fame. So it's a perfect example of why there should be uh, smaller leagues. Exactly. And as I'm going to reiterate what Joe said a few minutes ago, yes, uh, uh, not only next year, I think it was next year or two years from now, there will be some NFL games being hosted in Germany, Munich, and I believe Frankfurt is the other one. So besides London, which London will have a game that year as well, we'll have one in Germany. And I think Mexico City is coming back too, I believe. Yeah, there's going to be a game in Mexico City. Uh, anytime they've tried to play there recently, it's been a disaster. So hopefully they can get that fixed. But yeah, I mean, the NFL is insanely popular. Put put a team in Mexico. Put a team in Toronto. Put, put teams in Europe. Put teams – yeah. You know, just 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 make sure the Steelers are good. That's all I care about. I have my doubts about that, but we'll have that <laughs> in another podcast. I don't see an NFL player living in London. Well, maybe he could, but I. Well, that's I, a good. That's a good bored. point. That's a good point. How, how that would all work? Yeah. <laughs> Not bored. No, I mean, no offense to the London people that listen to us, but you know, it's just, it's just, 
I've been hearing complaints about players that, uh, for example, NBA players that lived in Toronto playing for the Raptors is not that comfortable. Interesting. Interesting. Different yeah. bank accounts. They got to get like a new bank account. They can't, you know, operate with Wells Fargo. You got to use the the Bank of Canada or something. Yeah, that's 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 that's, uh, that's those are interesting points. How do I know this? Because I'm a sports junkie. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And everything. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> exactly. So okay. So we're gonna recap every play of the Super Bowl last night. Um, before we get into each play, uh, Joe, your overall quick uh, quick uh, reaction from last night. I was right for once. I called it. I said I said that the Rams defensive line would overpower the Bengals offensive line and create problems. And that's exactly what happened. And that was one of the main reasons why they won. Still, it was close. Credit to the Bengals. But the the other big thing is OBJ getting hurt that that crippled the Rams. But they were able to overcome it. Stafford, when it counted, he came through and Cooper Cup is a god. Correct. Cooper Cup, who won the MVP, uh, was a fantastic. And I do agree with Joe. We've been talking about this with the, uh, with the sports guys these past few weeks. The Bengals' offensive line was an issue. It was exposed by a good defensive line uh, uh, led by Donald, Darren Donald. And, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, Von Miller. Uh, obviously, he's a linebacker. Um, expose the Bengals offense. And of course, you know, you can only go so far with a weak offensive line, a issue that a lot of NFL teams struggle. And sometimes you got to be lucky to get those players you need to protect your quarterback in the pocket. Uh, so, uh, that was one of the things. But anyways, let's go and recap each play of, uh, the last night, Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. We might recap the halftime show, so get ready for that. And let's do it. Okay. First quarter, it took about uh, six minutes in for a touchdown by Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, 17-yard pass from Matthew Stafford made it a touchdown. Joe, what are your thoughts about that play? Odell Beckham uh, really was a difference in the game uh, when he played and when he didn't play because obviously Cooper Cup is having one of the greatest seasons of any receiver ever. And so obviously you're going to try to stop him and you're going to double team him and do, do whatever you can. But that would that left OBJ open and he took advantage of it. And the Rams offense was, oh, it looked like it was going to be a blowout. Uh, you know, they were just they were just firing on all cylinders. Everything was looking good. Um, Odell was having the game of his life. Everything was going fine. So good. Good on the Rams. Why didn't we see this in Cleveland, Joe? That's a good question. I think it's just a case of certain players. Just you just gotta get you just gotta get in the right situation. And I don't know what happened with OBJ in Cleveland. I don't know if it was his fault. I don't know if it was, uh, you know, coaches Baker Mayfield. I don't know what happened there, but it was a complete disaster. I think probably everybody's at fault. Twenty-eight seconds left in the game. The Bengals uh, cannot score a touchdown, but they did score a field goal by Evan McPherson, who is fifty-eight percent of the offense, and a player that stayed for the halftime show did not go into the locker room, but he stayed for the halftime show. <laughs> it's it, it, it's funny because I think old school people would say, "Well, how could you do that? Why don't you? Why aren't you in there with your team?" It's like, what's a kicker gonna do? 
What's he going to do? Learn how to, to kick on another foot or something like that? What, what adjustments are you going to make? You know, they, you, he has one job. Hey, go out there and kick. So, who, yeah, go ahead. Watch, watch the uh, halftime show. Have, have fun. Was hey, let him tell show? there. I guess a kicker doesn't have to be, uh, hear the halftime pep talk. Yeah. Yeah. You got <laughs> Hey, you, it's time, it's time for you to kick. Go out there. Bye. That's, that's his job. <laughs> there you go. Uh, second quarter, uh, the Rams striked again, this time Cooper Cup, 11-yard pass from Matthew Stafford. Uh, they were trying for the two-point conversion. If uh did not go through, they led uh, 13-3. to That was the start of Cooper Cup's MVP run. I don't think they tried for a two-point conversion. I think it was a botched extra point. That's and right. That, um, that almost – well, that, that actually had a big factor in the game. That was uh, that that was huge that that missed extra points. So, uh, but yeah, this was just this was just uh, the the Rams were at this point they were clicking, they're firing all cylinders, and it hurt the Bengals that they only settled for a field goal there, and that was one of their problems this postseason is getting field goals when they should have got touchdowns. So, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I mean, right now it, it was looking like a blowout. Joe, how how important are extra points? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's huge because there were times when they were down. I think at one point the score was twenty to sixteen. It's a big difference being down twenty to sixteen than twenty to seventeen when all you have to do is drive a little bit and, and, and kick a field goal. So it changes the entire complexion of the game. Second to second quarter, five minutes left. Uh, second quarter, T. Higgins, the number two wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, scored their first touchdown, six-yard pass from Joe Mixon, actually. Uh, did a nice, uh, cool uh, cool play there. Um, 13-10, Rams were still leading, but Bengals get on the board. Joe was thinking, this is a game. Exactly. This is a game now. Uh, you know, the the Rams came out swinging, and the uh, the the Bengals, uh, in, t- in tennis terms, return serve. So um, you know, really cool play, really uh, nice gadget play with uh, with Mixon throwing it to Higgins. And well, you know, everybody talks about Burrow, everybody talks about Jamar Chase and Mixon, but T. Higgins is also a beast. Also, uh, Tyler Boyd, very good at receiver, although he did have a keep <laughs> drop later in the game. T. Higgins, yeah, he did. Uh, T. Higgins uh, definitely had a gay, fantastic uh, game. Showed up, helped out Chase. Then we go to the halftime show. Snoop Dogg walks out of the locker room. Get in there. We saw uh, Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre uh, started off kicking off. Snoop Dogg. I, I, I'm not a huge rap fan, but a lot of people where I was watching was jiving with it. They related to these artists. Uh, Mayor J. Blige, Eminem. Uh, Joe, how would you rate this halftime show? This was the music I grew up with. Eminem, Dre, Snoop Dogg. These are some of my favorite songs of all time. California Love. Um, I, I I love this is this this I love this so much. So put me in the category. It was one or the other. Either people did not like it, they either hated it or loved it. I was in the category of loving it. I was, it was one of my favorite uh, halftime shows of all time. I loved it. Was it the best halftime show of all time? I don't think so. People say that that uh, uh, Prince was the best one. That, I the, heard uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he, he he killed it. Yeah, go go watch that performance. It's absolutely amazing. I mean, Prince is one of the greatest of all time, so no no uh surprise there. But uh yeah, I'd have to say Prince was good. Um I'm not sure what other ones were, were really good. Um 
I personally liked uh, J Lo and Shakira, but that was a uh, more visual thing. It was more a visual thing, not a musical performance right. thing. I liked the halftime show. I give it an eight, eight point three, which is a pretty good score. Um, and I think um, a lot of relation. Yeah, a lot of people from my age were like they loved it. They loved the uh, Snoop Dogg Crip Walk. Um, and I think uh, Bruno Mars was probably one of the top I like. But I can't forget the back, you know, uh, back in '93, Michael Jackson halftime show at the Rose Bowl. If you remember that, well, just change it up. You know, you know, people are complaining. It's like, oh, well, well you know, obviously there's people that don't like hip hop or don't like those artists. Okay, fine, but don't, you know, don't stick, you know, Bruce Springsteen or Foo Fighters or some crap like that. Just change it up. Have a rock rock uh, act one one uh, year. Have, have hip hop another one. Have country another one. Have a popular music. Just just change it up. Just just you know, cycle it out. How about classical music? I'm, a, I'm all yes. for that. Yes, a Yo-Yo Ma halftime show. That's what I want next year. <laughs> all right, third quarter. Bengals scored the last touchdown in the second quarter. They came in third quarter. They couldn't stop. T. Higgins, 75-yard pass from Joe Burrow, a long pass, made it 13 to 17. The Bengals' first time leading in the game. Joe, were your, was your heart pumping? At first, when I saw this, I thought, Whoa, the Bengals, they are they are just they are back. They they came roaring back, no pun intended. Uh wow, Jalen Jalen Ramsey looks bad. Oh boy. And then you look at the replay and T. Higgins grabbed Jalen Ramsey by the face mask and threw him almost out of the stadium and no penalty was called. And that had a huge factor for at the end of the game because the refs had had to do the makeup call. So huge Huge play, and I don't understand why that was not called a penalty. This 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 referee crew seemed to just let everything go, which is fine, but that was a blatant call that should have been made. Now, could could the coaches uh, could they have called the coaching challenge, or there was not allowed? Or like I don't, they were not allowed. I don't believe you're allowed to have a coaching challenge on something like that. Oh, that's why in I was fact, telling my friend about that. Yeah. In fact, I think. Yeah, I mean because well, the, only only for that one year they had you know you could have a coach's challenge on off pass interference, but they got they got rid of that. That was only a one year thing. So yeah, I don't think they're allowed to do uh, challenge that. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise I'm sure the Rams would have. But it, it, it did not make a difference. I'll tell you why. Uh, a little bit later in the third quarter, uh, two field goals by McF- uh, one field goal by McPherson, uh, which was 38 yards, and then Matt Gay. Made his appearance, 41 yards, his first field goal, 16-20 at the end of the third. Joe, were you feeling Bengals were going to win it at the start of the fourth quarter? Yeah, um, I'm not sure at what point OBJ got hurt, but that was a major factor for the Rams. They went from an offense that was doing pretty well to an offense that basically did nothing. They basically, like, it, it just completely destroyed them every time they had a drive it was like a three and out they could not gain anything it was an absolute mess until they they figured it out um in the fourth quarter but at that point it did not look good for the rams because it looked like they just could not overcome the injuries it wasn't just um odell beckham um i believe tyler higby was hurt too and it's like basically you have a bunch of scrubs and cooper cup and the and the Bengals knew it so the Bengals just says that oh well now it's really easy to stop cup because there is no other alternative and and anytime the rams tried to run it they got absolutely stonewalled so 
the Rams basically off the Rams offense was basically nothing, and it was basically up to the Rams defense to just hold on and hope that the offense could do something. Then we go into the fourth quarter. Bengals could not have scored. They had a drive but could not convert to anything. But the Rams had the last uh, had a last laugh. They went and did their drive, a touchdown pass. Matthew Stafford, the Cooper Cup to win the Super Bowl, 23-20. to 20. Um, Actually, was it Matt Gay's uh, field goal kick, or was it a Cooper Cup? Uh, no, it was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. That's right, Cooper Cup, MVP. Joe, they were celebrating. But, of course, no. Went back to the Bengals. They had their chance. Aaron Donald sealed the deal, fourth and one. They could have ran the ball, but they were going for the throw. Aaron Donald sacked Joe Burrow. Rams win the Super Bowl, and Aaron Donald was pointing to his ring finger that he has a ring. If you remember in the NFC Championship game, it was almost the, the same thing. The, the Rams uh, were ahead, and it was up to the 49ers to drive down the field to uh, score, and they basically <laughs> didn't go anywhere. It got it basically got shut down by the Rams defense and especially Aaron Donald, and the exact same thing happened here. That Rams defense, Aaron Donald is – not just one of the best defensive players in the league, just one of the best players, period. And he showed why. It wasn't just him. That entire Rams defense did very well. But Aaron Donald stepped up in the end there and just shut the Bengals down. And right before that, that game-winning drive by the Rams, Matthew Stafford stepped up. He he was clutch when, it, when he needed to be clutch. In Cooper Cup... Cooper Cup showed he has he has had one of the best seasons of any wide receiver in history. It was historic. It was amazing. So they both came up big when it was time. And no, you can't say anything bad about the Bengals. They tried. It was amazing that they got this far. They almost won a Super Bowl with with that crappy offensive line and also not a great um, uh, secondary. So hats off to them. But the Rams stepped up when they needed to. They did. Rams win the Super Bowl, 23-10. Cooper Cup stepped it up, which was enough for him to win the MVP award. Um, after the game, uh, Rams safety Eric Weddle, uh, he announced his retirement. And Rams safety uh, Taylor Rapp proposed to his girlfriend after the Super Bowl a day before the, the uh, a day before you know the special. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day, um, but hey, Rams deserved it. Uh, they were a win now or win in 20 years. Second Super Bowl they won at uh, the, the the first one was in 1999 with the St. Louis uh, Rams. Same ownership, Cronky, uh, who, who also owns Arsenal. Uh, but yeah, this Rams team, Joe, your thoughts? Is this one of the greatest teams you've ever seen? Is this like the last time we'll see him here? This is the last time we'll see him. They had a strategy of Super Bowl or bust, and it worked. They 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 made a gamble. They traded all those first round picks. It was basically, you know, they acquired OBJ and Von Miller during the season. It was all Super Bowl or bust. They went all in, and it worked. A lot of times it doesn't. A lot of times when a team goes all in, it does not work. But for the Rams, it worked. We're not going to see them again. I know there's talk of Aaron Donald retiring. He's not going to retire. He makes too much money. 
There's no way. Don't, don't you know, guy makes like 20, 25 million a, a year. You're not, you're not just walking away from that, but this team will be different. Uh, I don't think it was a particularly awesome team, especially with their injuries, but it was a very good team. And, uh, I think historically we're going to see that Aaron Donald is one of the best of all time, and Cooper Cup. We'll see. We'll see if he could, he could have another season like this again. But it was historic. It was. I mean, he did everything: uh, receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns, Super Bowl MVP. He won everything he could. Offensive Player of the Year. Off, yeah, Offensive uh, Player of the Year. He he won everything. He basically had one of the greatest seasons of any receiver ever. So um, special season. It all came together. They went all in, and it worked. Ray Sherrod from the comments on YouTube agrees with you, which he co-hosts Sports Talk 101 on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Watch out tomorrow. They'll recap uh, the game and what they thought. Um, yeah, I think Cooper Cup uh, definitely will be uh, the face of the franchise, I would say. Maybe Stafford, but I think Cook, uh, Cup is definitely go-to. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? You know, had a surprising run, made it to the Super Bowl. No one saw it. Uh, they had a 3% chance at the beginning of the season to make it to the Super Bowl uh, they exceeded expectations. Are we going to see them again in the playoffs, maybe in the Super Bowl, and will they dominate the AFC North for years to come? Goodness, I hope not. That's that's what Steeler <laughs> Steeler fans are saying. You, they're they're just they're just very upset that we have to face Joe Burrow and that team for for years to come. So we are we are we are worried. We are officially worried. Um, the Bengals had an amazing run, but now. Now things get a lot harder. Now you're not drafting in the top 10. Now you have massive expectations. The expectations. Now your players are, everybody's going to want your players because they were on, they made it to a Super Bowl. Uh, it's, things are going to be a lot different for the Bengals. So let's see how they handle all that. Um, you also have to consider you're in a conference with, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Josh Allen and the Bills, and who knows who else is going to come up. So, you know, this could be a situation like Dan Marino in the Dolphins where you thought, you know, Dan Marino made it to the Super Bowl in his rookie year. It's like, oh, boy, we're, he's going to be in the Super Bowl every year, and he never made it again. So you never know. You never know. I think the Bengals organization is a bit of a joke, so I have a feeling they're not going to make it. But that's just my opinion. And Dan Marino is from the Pittsburgh area. He is. He is a god here. Also came from University of Pittsburgh. So, yes. Yeah. yeah uh, good point with uh, Joe. I think uh, they're not just an AFC they got to deal with, but also in the in, in the North, they're still going to have to deal with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, which I still think they're a force to be reckoned with, right? Yes. Yeah. That is that is always the Ravens are always a good team. Lamar Jackson is special. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's going to be real tough to get back. It's just real tough for any team to 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 make it to a Super Bowl. So, you know, they could Unless do it. Tom Brady. Exactly. Tom Brady. See, Tom, it's Tom Brady's fault because he makes it look easy. He makes it think that makes you think that you should go to the Super Bowl every year. No, he was the exception. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's it's very hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough to top. Uh, <laughs> Evan championships, so which is a tough thing to do. Ray says Rams will have to let some players go and no first round picks. Yeah, it's going to be a different team. It's going to be a, a, a different team, uh, you know. And, and, and I mean Stafford, Stafford is he's not exactly young, 
So we'll, we'll see what happens. They have to uh, – they're going to have to get creative, and they're going to have to be really good with some, you know, bargain-free agents and late-round draft picks and, you know, stuff like that to, uh, to be um, – you know, stay up there. Well, there you have it. Uh, looking forward, uh, the Rams uh, are going to – you know, we'll see what happens next year. The Bengals definitely promising, but they're going to have to juggle through again. It's not easy to make it to the Super Bowl. The NBA is doable, but when it comes to football, there's a lot of bangs, a lot of bruises you got to go through. And uh, only Tom Brady's been able to do it. Well, him and Belichick, I would say. Uh, but it's very difficult in the NFL. So we'll see what happens in the next upcoming weeks. we got the NFL draft, NFL combine. So it's a lot of NFL news. Don't say it dies down completely. No, it doesn't. Running the sports cast, I realize there's pretty much NFL news every week. Question marks about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, I, there's a rumor that he may come back. I mean, have you heard that one? He could play for the Steelers. Tom Brady to the Steelers. Let's, let's do it. I, 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 I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Anyways, poll question of the day. Valentine's Day, what is the best gift to give for your sniffing other today? Uh, options are a box of chocolates, flowers, dinner, or a kiss. I am giving all of those to my lovely wife who who puts up with me um i'm actually having flowers delivered to where she works so i am i'm just a wonderful husband um so yeah just you know get on my level great folks job. great job you, you did your homework i've been married a while so i know what i know <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like being an, exper- an experienced coach you know what works and what doesn't yep prepare box of chocolates 25 percent flowers is winning at 50 uh Food zero and a kiss twenty five percent. So flowers is the safest bet. Oh yeah, gotta get, gotta get flowers. Um, if you have access to a Sam's Club or Costco or something like that, the roses are cheap. Just a little. Uh, they're only like you know, fifteen dollars. If you don't want to go the ridiculous, um, you know, flower shop route. Flower shops and and of course the lady would not. Uh, notice the difference if it was a Costco flower or from a boutique flower shop. Just rip off the tags, yeah. Okay, that's a secret. Just want to know. All right, Joe, what is the best way to reach you online to talk to you about what are the Steelers going to do this offseason? Are they going to get a new quarterback or are they going to stick with Mason? That is a big question. I'm Joey Bag of Donuts, VN7F. We are, that's that's all Steelers fans are, have been talking about for the past month, and that's what we're going to be talking about for the past six months. Not that I'm already sick about it, but hey, it is what it is, and, and you know, it's it's a huge question. So we'll see what happens. Will it be up to the new GM? Probably. No. Um, well, no, because um, Kevin Colbert is leaving after the draft. So this will be, in theory, his last draft. So they're either going to draft someone or get a free agent or something like that. I, From what I hear, they really want um, a quarterback, um, Malik Willis from Liberty. That's your best bet right now. Um, yeah, and but but we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the Steelers draft the, uh, at twenty, so you know if if you know Malik Willis goes like top five or something like that, there's no way you're going to be able to get him. But if he lasts until like after the tenth pick or something like that, then you could trade up to get him, and it's realistic. So we'll see. It could happen. It could happen. Everyone thought Kyler Murray was going to be draft six round. No, I'm just kidding. But came out to be first uh, first pick. Kyler Murray might be going to the Steelers. That that, that, that might be uh, something that happens. He white clean anything Cardinals related on his mm. Instagram. Yeah. 
No, that's not coincidence. No, no, no box of chocolates from the from the Cardinals of Kyler Murray. Yeah, not good. Um, I was a little disappointed because I like Murray, but you know sometimes something something happens. Anyways, anyways, uh, you can reach us at sportscast.net or on our Twitter, the Sportscast One. And tomorrow we have Sports Talk 101. Thursday, Victor. Victor called me right after the show. I could have had a show last night, but I was really tired. I was eating so much wings. Uh, but he was telling me about back coaching calls. So we'll definitely hear a whole monologue, maybe half an hour, of why the Bengals lost. And uh, and it's obviously his uh, his proud moment when OBJ scored that touchdown. So looking forward to Thursday's night show. And uh, we have an announcement. New show next week. Uh, we'll be announcing it in the next couple of days. So... Uh, pretty excited for the sports cast and uh, Joe Toscano. Lovely day. Have a great, lovely day for, on this Valentine's Day, 2022. I, I love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. And this was your update. <laughs>